and welcome to another episode of Holding the Fire of Motherhood. And today I had a whole bunch of things that I wanted to talk about, but for some reason this one is just sticking around. And it's kind of it's bumping some other things out of the way to get to the to get to the top of the list. So um I will respect its persistence and reward it by allowing it to be the topic for today. So what I wanted to talk about is vulnerability in relationship. What I have experienced and what I have learned. And like all topics, there is more that I don't know than I do know and and yeah i'll just say that now i know that some of us um might not be in a partnership or a marriage where our person lives in the house with us and we might have different arrangements and there are always times when we choose to be vulnerable or not so here's what i've learned about vulnerability in relationship. Um I have learned that vulnerability most often is for us and I think that's a good thing. What I mean by that is we never know how our hidden story, how our wound how our tender spot how our exposure will be received by another person that we have no control over and i think that's really important to remember there is no absolute safety in being vulnerable there are people that we might consider safe there are um times or situations or environments where we might feel safe or that we feel are safer than other environments and the bottom line is no space is safe completely safe and no person is completely safe and i know you've had the experience where you have been vulnerable with someone and even if they didn't you know reject you or like slap you across the face or spit on you or trip you i mean that all sounds horrible why would somebody do that um they may have just said something like oh or okay and then our heart breaks because we have laid we have laid a a masterpiece of blood and sweat and tears in front of somebody and they have looked at it and they have said okay and it doesn't mean that these are our enemies that these are the people who do not support us it just means that that we don't know what is going to happen and so vulnerability always needs to be in service of us because we don't know what's going to happen right and there's something uh there's something that's a bit sticky about that which is um 
I'm not talking about vulnerability to elicit a certain reaction from somebody or vulnerability used as manipulation. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about knowing that the greatest gift that comes from being vulnerable, whether it is received the way we desire or not, is for us. And the gift for us is that we have been brave enough to show ourselves, to tell the hidden story, to voice the words that have been stuck in our throat, to say the impossible, to share the shame, to expose what we perceive as weakness. There is such courage there and underneath the courage is this beautiful, deep self-love. You really have to want to take exquisite care of yourself, your heart and your soul to be vulnerable. So that's the gift. The gift is deep self-love. The gift is being brave, being courageous. And here's the other gift too. The other gift is being able to deal with it when you don't get the response you want. And that will happen. That has happened for me so many times with my husband. I have been um, vulnerable through tears and snot and uh, it has felt like I was taking off every layer of my skin. I felt so tender and so unprotected and I have received, okay. And I felt like somebody had just taken my heart and squeezed it until it was dust in between their fingers. And I survived. I remembered that it was for me. I celebrated my vulnerability. I celebrated my courage. I celebrated my love for myself. I tended so sweetly to myself and I forgave. I forgave the, okay. So the gift is also in knowing that we can tend to ourselves afterwards. That for a moment, the pain is exquisite and real. It's so freaking real. And we will survive. We will go on and we can go on knowing that we have been brave and we have loved ourselves fiercely. Um, what else did I want to say about vulnerability? I heard a woman, Sheila Kelly, so she runs, she is the owner and the creator of S Factor, which is an incredibly powerful, um, deep, soulful, celebratory, wild ass, sexy, sensual movement that goes so far beyond sensual movement. And I have been, I have been on, I think seven or eight S Factor retreats over the last seven years and they have all blown my mind and I, um, I'm a fan. So 
I remember once, and I'm going to paraphrase, so I, Sheila, I apologize if I don't get this right. I remember once watching a clip of her responding to a question, and the question was, how will I know it is, um, how will I bring what we do at the retreat home? How will I dance for my partner? I'm feeling all the feels around it. How will I know it's safe? And Sheila's answer was, that you um you make sure that things are safe before you show that side and i both agree and disagree with it yes yes whatever we can do to imagine a safe space Yes, we want to be with somebody who we think can hold us and it is always a leap of faith and we never fully know. So we also have to be prepared to um, help ourselves recover, do first aid for ourselves afterwards if it didn't go the way that we wanted it to go. Um, I have also um, experienced a euphoria after being vulnerable, even if it didn't go the way that I wanted. Maybe not all the time, maybe not right at the beginning, but there is something so freeing. And it's like a magic shot of something that both makes me feel stronger and softer. To have said those words that I was so worried about or to have, for me to have showed something that I perceive as a weakness. And like some of you, I have a thing around showing weakness. I want to only show the parts of me that are capable and um, all knowing and juicy and all that stuff. So, um, that for me is something that I show around, that I tell. So here's the other thing. This, this, um, this episode is going to have a lot of disjoints in because I've had people calling from me up the stairs. Um, that's a tricky one. I need a sign, uh, at the bottom of the stairs saying, do not disturb recording in session. The other thing that I have learned about vulnerability is, yeah, I was talking about how good it feels. It feels freaking amazing. It feels like it feels like invincibility. So for me, if I am able to speak my truth, to show that which I think is unshowable, or that which I think makes me unlovable or unworthy, if I can show that, then what can I not do? I can do anything and everything. And also, I am free of the bullshit that holds me down. I feel invincible. I feel mighty. It's great. 
Tell me if you have felt the same in a situation. And I want to, I want to add a little star. I'm going to put a star by that last line and then here's the rest of the star. So the other thing is, um, there can be lots of pain. There can be lots of pain and the heartache of being misunderstood, the heartache of getting the okay, the heartache of being challenged, the heartache of someone, um, what would it be? It's when somebody hears your vulnerability and tries to find kind of holes in it, holes in the story or reasons why you shouldn't feel that way or reasons why it's not truth. So there's just, there's, there can be so much pain and anguish around vulnerability. There is no guarantee that that won't happen. And, um, it's still worth it. And we will make mistakes. We will be vulnerable with wrong people. We will be vulnerable and it, um, may turn against us for a time. All of that is super real. So that, which brings me to my next step, step. Mm, learning. We get to choose when we're vulnerable. And if we don't want to be, we don't have to be. And here's why I'm saying this. Here's what I have learned about it. I, this is how I think I roll, knowing that there's much of myself that I still don't understand. I am, I am very discerning with what I tell who. I am very good at tending to myself. So that tends to be my emotional safe house, my emotional safe home by myself. It's only been after, it's only been the last decade, I would say, that I have begun to practice finding emotional safe homes with other people. So I'm very discerning. I am very honest and I tell my truth easily when I am ready and I am not always ready and I do not always want to and I do not always trust the people that I'm with. I went through this phase where I believed that by not being vulnerable all the time, I was too armored, um, too closed off, too damaged. Um, and I actually had this really crazy experience on a coaching call once. It was a free coaching call and it was over the phone. I think we were just, it wasn't video, it was just over the phone. And the uh, person who was giving me the coaching call asked me to um, go back to an, an early memory of heartache. Okay. <laughs> For all of those like who are not ready to dive into that all the time, I know you're feeling what I felt, right? Which was, how about fuck you? Um, and with the right person, and in the right space, I would have said yes, but I needed to be the guide. I needed to be the lead. So I said to this woman, 
Oops, I said it was a woman. Well, now you know. It's a female coach in the world. So good luck with that. I said to her, I actually don't feel comfortable with doing this. I am, um, we're not in the same space. We're not physically together. This is our first call. I do not feel like I have the resources right now to do this. And after we do this exercise, I get off the call and I go back to my family and you're not here. This does not feel safe for me. And her response to my no was that perhaps this was my, um, this was the thing that was stopping me, this armor, this no, this shutting down. And talk about vulnerability. Now that I think of it, it's so funny because I, it felt vulnerable to say no. And I, the response that I got from her gave me incredible anguish and um, really plunged me into a dark space where I was filled with shame, where I was filled with confusion about who I really was. Did Was I really closed? Was I really fully armored? So, so after I had recovered, you know, sometimes we need time in the sore parts, right? In the hurt, hurt parts, we got to be there for a while. That's important. That's, that's sacred. And when I came out, I was so freaking proud of myself for saying no and, and for realizing when I did not feel safe to be vulnerable. So I'm going to give you the permission. If somebody ever tells you that you need to be more vulnerable or that you need to share more, you don't. You get to decide. And when you feel, when you feel the pull and you feel the call and when you want to, you will. And that will be perfect timing. There's a side note to this, this lesson about um, not being vulnerable, saying no, which is, I was under the uh, misconception for a while that people who were the who were more vulnerable than I was, were um, more connected, were emotionally more connected to people, um, had more friends, people thought more highly of them because they were vulnerable, uh, stronger than me, all the stuff all the stuff, especially around emotional connection with other people. And then I realized that we have a whole range of, of um, vulnerable tendencies. So some people sharing their truth and being vulnerable, and I'm gonna put being vulnerable in quotes because for some people who, who need to share a lot It's just one of the things that they need to do to feel great. It's not being vulnerable. Like the thing is, vulnerability is about what you think is vulnerable. You might say, um, you might say something that somebody else would, does not consider vulnerable, but you know, it was because you felt the way that your heart was beating when you said it and you felt that lump in your throat and you felt that 
anxiety in your body and and you felt all the stuff and you know for you it was vulnerable vulnerability is for us to decide what is vulnerable and it does not determine how emotionally uh fluid or intelligent we are it does not determine whether we are able to love or whether we have open hearts it does not determine our ability to have deep friendships and to be in community all the stuff when and how often we are vulnerable does not define us i would say as long as there are some places we are finding to be vulnerable beautiful and i would say that when we feel the call to be vulnerable and we feel how much it will be in service of us perfect but we need to be the leaders we need to be the guides vulnerability i mean i mean okay so <laughs> as usual a pleasure just um talking into my phone to an imagined you and i appreciate your time i appreciate your attention send me a message if something ever resonates with you i would love to read it and to connect in the meantime take sweet care of yourself and let's do life together